Wake up in the morning feeling so frustrated The same old guilty feeling cannot be overstated Now this hangover is all I got How are you doing everyone? Welcome back here to Rico's This Afternoon. My name of course is Rico and today I would like to talk about, let's see, I have a list. I'm taking notes guys. I'm taking notes. I'm getting good at this. No, I'm just recording more, not more, yeah, more episodes, more, I'm, I'm separating the things I want to talk about. So I'm, I have a list and I, and I cross the list and I'm a really good student. Give me candy. So I would like to talk about something that happened, uh, well, Probably the title might be something like Where has rock and roll gone? Or where, where is rock music? Where the fuck has rock music gone? Something like that. Which honestly, it would be very clickbaity because I'm not going into some big uh, excursus, big rambling about... Well, rambling, yes, but not that big probably. That's what she said. And, um, ooh, that was bad, sorry. So, rock music, what happened is... Ironically, you know, I, uh, I like rock music. I've always liked rock music since I started getting into music, basically. Which is more or less my whole life. And um, rock music, well, right now, you know, since I'm in the process of finishing, uh, mixing and mastering my own record, uh, Chocolate and Blood out soon, shameless plug. Uh, which is taking me, you know, the life out of me because I'm not good enough to do it and it's uh, it's very overwhelming and I feel insecure about it. And the hardware I'm working on doesn't really allow me to feel very uh, loosey-goosey when I'm working on it, let's say. Because it's a, it's a fight against <laughs> against technical limitations. So yeah, I like the, I like music, I love music, I make music and one of the problems I have is that I don't listen to enough music when I'm making music. That's Because, you know, um, most of the time that I spend hearing uh, hearing music, it's because I'm working on my own. So, what happened is I just I don't know where. Um, no, my friend, my friend Umberto sent me sent me uh, a song that uh, Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner, the Southern band, the South, the one, the Sweet Home Alabama band. I think it's Leonard Skinner. Anyway. Um, that, that put out um, like two, three days ago, a new song, um, pretty average Southern song, but it was a nice little callback to a time where I was really into that band, but not the, the classic, uh, classics from that band, but a record called God and Guns. <laughs> now, I don't know, whoever you are, if you're listening, your, your uh, political positions, and ideas, but to me it just sounds funny, gun and guns. Because uh, I'm the opposite of, <laughs> I, I think about the opposite of what they talk about. So, uh, gun and guns is a record from 20, no, no, from 2009. And uh, there was a time when I was really into that record. And I, and I thought it was a really underrated record musically. And I went back just for fun. Uh, and really listen to those songs. It's like, yeah, let's hear also the production work on those songs. Why did I like them so much? Because I'm, I'm working in production right now, so I'm trying to understand a little bit more about it. Scouting for information and stuff that, you know, grabbed my attention when I was not so much into that. I didn't know shit about that. And understanding why did it grab my attention, does it still hold up right now? So, went back to listen almost to the whole record. 
and I say almost because I had to skip some some cringeworthy stuff and lyrics that at the time I didn't notice, but right now it's just too difficult for me to hear. <laughs> it's just too much. And yes, uh, lyrics-wise, is a cringe for me. It's a cringe-worthy record in so many ways. It deserves its own episode about how funny some of these lines might may sound if you're if you're uh, not a Republican or a, you know. Of that old field, right, right wing field. If you are, you might enjoy. I'm not judging or anything. So I listened back to this, and I was like, "Yeah, this sounds different than I remember." But it's it was a fun, uh, a fun listen, and it's been a long time since I had fun listening to rock music, because I'm not listening to much music, and and lately a little bit maybe before I I stopped because I was focusing 100% of what I was doing, um, which is a bad thing actually. I was maybe listening to more metal stuff and and also uh, the complete opposite because I had discovered Alan Stone, more, let's say, modern funk, soul-influenced kind of music, blues-influenced kind of music. So I was not so much into my, my you know, roots of just hard rock. And after that, I think I went back. I, I felt I felt the fun inside listening to some of these songs, and I went back to listening to Buck Cherry for a second. Now, Buck Cherry, it's it's not the best band in the world. Buck Cherry is a very cringeworthy band, of course. Buck Cherry, uh, you know, for some might be a guilty pleasure, might be a regret, uh, but I I like Buck Cherry. <laughs> I really like Buck Cherry. I like the anger and the nervousness of it. So that's what I was missing because I grew up listening to Guns N' Roses and you might like or dislike, but you know, Guns N' Roses, you know, at times they tried to sound like Aerosmith. At times they tried to sound like Rolling Stone. They wanted to be the next Rolling Stones so much, but they had their own personality that's, you know, undeniable and the impact that they had and the, the nervousness and the, 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 I don't know, it's just so, so raw and, um, but it's not, you know, there's, a, I, I wouldn't find, a, I wouldn't be able to find a better word. I don't think in English it works, but translating straight from Italian, it's nervousness. Uh, <clears throat> so let's call it the nerve, the nerve. And uh, and I was like, yeah, I, I kind of miss listening to that and that feeling, that experience of, because uh, when I when I make my own music, when I'm, um, I realize that when I'm doing a rock song, um, I tend to sing it like that and to play it like that and making just a little bit more nervous, a little bit more the, with the nerve and with the, that you know, that kind of vibe. So I, I missed that a lot. I was like, where did it, that go? It's like, isn't there anything new that I can listen to? Because I was listening back to stuff. Buck Cherry. Let's go back to Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry. You know, uh, there was a record where they tried to get a little bit more ambitious, which was Confessions from 2013, I think. With a little bit of a concept about the, um, the deadly sins. Do you call those the deadly sins in English? Um, and... Uh, um, there was a, a clean production, but still pretty much um, pretty powerful. And um, and some of those songs, you know, for me stood the test of time. Now he doesn't have the more the mo most expressive kind of voice. It gets annoying after a while on softer songs, especially. But he, the way he projects that kind of nerve, 
reminds me a lot of Guns N' Roses, and I've always liked that. Um, there's a song called Wrath, uh, which has uh, a verse that expresses that a lot. I like it because there's a, a riff, kind of alternative rock bluesy riff in the background that goes through all these uh, swings and switches, and he stays with the voice, like scatting on the same note with just uh, anger in his in his in his voice, and I, I like that. Uh, or the verse of the song Gluttony, which is amazing. That verse has always uh, caught my attention with the, you know, the, the thumping drums and the, the way it starts and stops. And again, the, the nervousness in his voice, most of the time he keeps one note, but he's just uh, screaming. And also the lyrics, I gotta say, I, I, I have to admit some of these lyrics I really like. You might not agree with me. Might be because English is not my native language. I don't hear it as in a as much of a cheesy way as, you know, someone who speaks English as a mother tongue, they, they, might, they might feel different about that. So, I went into a little bit of this rabbit hole trying to find on Spotify, just, uh, you know, it was like 11 at night, uh, trying to find something, you know, let's listen to some new bands, new names, come on, what's something that gives me that kind of thing? And I had a hard time finding it, especially from American bands. So I was listening back to, there was a band called The Treatment, which is a band that falls into that category of the generic hard rock band that does the generic hard rock lyrics with the generic hard rock voice and riffs. And that's the problem. That's where it went, mostly. It went into a very generic uh, kind of vibe. You, you don't, it's not that unique anymore. So Buck Cherry in that record, for example, was doing something like Wrath, where the chorus then picks up a different kind of vibe, or Pride, the song Pride, which has a spoken word uh, verse and pre-chorus, and then a kind of um, more of a dreamy, though with a, a melancholic, can I say melancholic, chorus. And in a rock record, that's something that you might not be able to, to you know, to, in a generic kind of rock record, you don't hear that as much. So, um, wh why? Why does it always have to be these lyrics about you can kill rock and roll and uh, we are, you know, dirty motherfuckers and, you know, the voice sounds always the same to me. Even if I do like some of these songs. For example, The Treat Band has a record called Generation to Me, which I actually kind of liked. I like the more bare bones production and uh, raw production. I like the voice because even if it's generic, the guy knows, the, the guy knew what he was doing and he's just singing on that record, I believe, because now they put out another one, I think, last year with a different singer. I just looked at the titles of the songs a little. I listened to two or three songs and I was like, yeah, we are back at that generic stuff, um, which is just... Also, for example, the Hardcore Superstar has very good riffs and very fun songs. And I remember being really into the record from 20, 2005. But at the same time, that voice sounds the same to me and that kind of, the vibe is the same, the riffs are the same. Uh, well, why, why does it have to be like that? Can we, and the bands that are maybe doing something a little bit more deeper or different are of course always leaning a little bit more to the heavy side or the metal side or they are incorporating more um, modern kind of uh, influence, pop, hip-hop, stuff like that. Which I appreciate and uh, I actually like at times, like for example Shinedown is a band that I really I really like, I like the direction that they're going in because you know, it's um, they do what they want to do and I like that. 
But at the same time, I'm missing that. I'm missing the riff and I'm missing the... I don't know, that, that kind of happened. Where, where did it all go? So I, I found some, some bands, like for example, Junkyard Drive, I think it's a band from Denmark, maybe. And it has some of that. And it has, uh, you know, good production value. They have nice riffs. It feels a little bit more like a band and less like a, an AI has designed a rock record to sound like, you know, all of the influences that they have from the 80s and 70s and 90s or whatever. Um, and then there was this other one, it was, what was it, Black, Blackwater Conspiracy, um, which, you know, the font looks like Blackstone Cherry, which looks like Leonard Skinner. Uh, the cover actually kind of looks like Blackstone Cherry. But they sound a little bit more, a little bit softer. It's melodic, but it's not, it reminds me of the 70s, to be honest. And it, it is, uh, you know, an interesting listen. I saved that because I want to listen to all of it, you know, in detail. I like the vibe, but I'm missing that kind of, um, that kind of nervousness, that nerve. I'm missing that rock riff thing um, in a modern sound. And um, without it being leaning to metal, without it leading to pop, without, you know, just, just, and, and that's the uh, irony of it. These bands that are, sound like all copycats and they sound all the same and they have the, the cliche of rock music, in theory, they are not leaning towards any of those. They are staying pure to it. But I think there's a, there's a line in the sand to be drawn that's pure to the point that it's not pure because it's just, it's not that it's not pure. I think they believe what they're doing, of course, but it's, it's just boring. It's just boring. And... I don't know, some of these, Buck Cherry, for example, it's also one of those cliche bands, but when they were trying to be a little bit, a, a little bit more, uh, go deeper, uh, search for something different, uh, not just because you have to do something different, just because they felt like it. Um, they, they, you know, they put out some songs that are actually, even if it's a band that is not that well-respected, I respect these songs, come on, Pride, uh, Breath, uh, Gluttony, um, nothing like but tears also it's a good one there are some some songs in that record that really feel dirty in a way that it's not cliche so where, where did it all go I, I'm, I'm trying desperately to find some new bands that give me that kind of vibe uh, it might be the Guns N' Roses vibe it might be that I'm just really a big fan of Guns N' Roses and that kind of style but also I don't know maybe from, from some stuff from the Brother Kane also was another band, really forgotten band that I think everyone feels like it's cliche or just, you know, was going with the trends of the time. But I, it, the songwriting and the riffs and the, and the, you know, the musician's talent in, in the first, especially the first two records. I, I, I like it. This is stuff from the 90s, though. I really, I, I really was into that. I think it's me. I think I'm not, um, you know, I'm... I'm not grasping what maybe everyone else is grasping about rock music. I think I'm, I'm searching for too much of a specific kind of band, of vibe, of, of philosophy behind the music that is not going to be easy to find. But I just wish I could. I just wish I could find, you know, <laughs> a band like that and just devour their catalog as a brand new thing because I'm always falling back to these these bands that I already know, these songs that I really appreciate for those qualities. But, you know, we always go back to the stuff that we liked before, of course. It's a, especially with age, you know, the more you, you grow up. Uh, so there's some of that to this. But when I then listen back to those, um, 
in hindsight, let's say, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come back to this because I already know it. But at the same time, it's like, this still works. This still works. Then I try to listen to some new thing and I'm like, okay, the lyrics, okay, this is about rock and roll. This is about, it's like, what was it? Airborne, you know, it's like ACDC, which by the way, it's a band that I really liked at the time. It's like ACDC, the ACDC-itis of, yeah, rock and roll and the women and the, and the, and the sex and the drugs and the complications. That's a line from a, a placebo song. So yeah, where is the unique band? Now, what was it? There was a band like that that a friend of mine recommended to me that sounded like Queen, but they had modern influences. So I think, yeah, what, maybe something like that, it's easier to find. Uh, someone who's incorporating influences from the past and the present in an original way and in a quality way. In a, that, yes. But someone who just does that nervous rock thing without it sounding cliche, it's just, I think it's just a specific thing that I'm looking for that I don't even know what it is. But I would like to know where did it all go. So that was the point of this goddamn rambling, which started with me like 11 o'clock clicking on a link that a friend of mine sent to me about a Leonard Skinner song and, and just going to this rabbit hole of, come on, so we're, we're, I want more. Now I want more. I want more. Uh, but I did enjoy that because it, it reminded me that I, I enjoy, it's fun for me to listen to music because when you, you know, I'm working on my own music and it's, it, it's not that fun at times when you're trying to achieve something that you, I, I don't have the skills to achieve. And uh, it's not a good thing as far as my relationship with music goes if the whole relationship with music is that kind of frustration plus the satisfaction of going into a good direction, of course. But it's a lot of frustration, which is okay because you're working on something and you're pushing yourself. At the same time, it reminded me, though, that, you know, it's fun to just listen to it because I really like it, and, and, uh, which could be rock, could be funk, soul, metal, uh, indie. But it, it was a little bit of a rock and roll ra rabbit hole. Rock and roll rabbit hole. That's, uh, I have to use that. Uh, trying to find, again, you know, this happens oftenly. <laughs> trying, you know, you, you go on Spotify and like, okay, okay, I like this. So now it's uh, some more, some more. Come on. Maybe there's a playlist. Maybe there's a, a new band that I, in, in the underground that I don't know that makes some of this, uh, that does what I want to hear, you know? And uh, I hope I'll find it or I'll just, uh, I, I will find what it is that it's uh, blocking my brain from enjoying maybe what I'm listening to. But yeah, that was the whole point. So a good ramble. That was a good ramble. I put myself on the back. It wasn't, of course, I'm sarcastic. It was way too much rambling. But thank you guys if you listen to all of that. And uh, I guess I will talk to you in the next disaster room. Bye-bye. Wake up in the morning feeling suffocated. This bad joke needs to stop.